Good morning, Shavua Tov. Today's daf is daf Pei Beis. Today's shir is Le'ilu Nishma'as Gershom Moshe ben Mer Halevi and Miriam Bashaya. May the Neshamas have an aliyah. May the memory be a blessing. It's also for uh, Russell's father, Moshe ben Yaakov Nachum. May his, uh, his uh, Neshama have an aliyah. May his memory be a blessing. Okay, so I think let's start from the new parent in Pei Beis Morada, um, 82a. Um, I mean, it was an interesting discussion yesterday. Did you get a chance to look through a get makushar? Is that a, f- a folder over get and a mortgage? And uh, yeah. Is that is that a practice at the moment, by the way? I think they do. I'm not 100 sure, but I think they do. Is it? Yeah. You should ask uh, maybe Rabbi Tain or someone who would know, like uh, <laughs> practically how they do it to give us a little thing. Okay. So the new parak continues with the interesting take on a condition. So. Just as an introduction, we know that the Torah requires a get chrysus. It has to completely sever the control that the husband has over the wife. But with that in mind, how far does that uh, have to go? Well, yeah, more we're going into a permutation on that now on our conditions. If a man divorces his wife and when he gives her the get, he says, You are permitted to everyone. Ele leploini, but ploini. Now the Gemara is going to pick up on what is but. Um, it's not on condition. It's not really accept. Ele ploini, but ploini. So you can marry any man you want, but Ruvain. What does that but mean? So that's what. To, and then that will affect how we interpret Rebbeleza Matir. Rebbeleza says she's permitted again to other men, and the Chachamim say she is forbidden. Ah, it's an invalid get. So Kate said, Yaseh, what should they do in such a case? He should take the get back from her and return and give it to her and say to her, muteres you are permitted to all men. No, that's fine. Um, pay bays and some some pay bays. Pay bays. Eighty two. Eighty. Eighty two. So he says <laughs> What page does it in? I don't remember offhand. It's about 10 that's left. Um, so, Israel Kate said, So, so what do they do? He gives her this get that says you're permitted to everyone but Ruben. What does he do? So he has to take it back and return it to her. And say to her, You're permitted to all men. If he writes this condition inside of the get, even if he erases it, the get's forever invalid. So let's just discuss the last point, and then I'll go to the second last point. The entire get. The entire get. How I understood it is that it's, it itself is not, the, the text that's written there is not a get chrysalis, because when it was written, it was only a partial. Well, let, let, yeah, let's go back to that. One is the Chachomim says, also, why is that? Because as long as he has the power to say she can't marry someone, he's retaining control of her, so it's an invalid get. So that, that, that makes sense why it's invalid. Then if, that, if he just says that clause, well then he can almost unsay it. He says, you know, if I pass the get back, I'm giving you the get without any verbal conditions. So that's fine, because the get itself doesn't specify or have any issues like that. However, if the get, if it's written in the get, then in my mind at the time it was being written, it was not written as a get chrysus, it was written as a get of partial chrysus. 
That's how I understand it. And therefore, when it's written in, it doesn't work. There's interest. So, so the first line of the Mish, the first line of the first words yeah. of the Mishnah says he divorces a wife and he says to her. Yes. He doesn't write it down. Very he good. says it's verbal. That's Very good. And that's when he can take it back and re-give it with clarifying that. Very good. No, if it's written, then it doesn't work. Then it's an invalid get. Okay, so now, um, just one interest point, and I remember the sugya. What does a man say when he gives the get? So we saw the sugya a while ago. All he has to do is haraze a get. So many want to say, you're right. That's sufficient with a normal get. He gives it a get. He says, haraze a get. This is your get, and that's fine. But here, once he said, here's your get, but you're not allowed to marry Ruvain. Then he has to add in and say, this is, he has to specify, this is your get, and you permit it to every man. Tosfos, interestingly, over there, actually say that, no, every time he hands her the get, he should say, and you permit it to every man, and this would more, and then the problem here would be, as soon as you qualify that statement, well, then you have to take it back and say it properly. But there are a few different uh, permutations, exactly what he has to say when he gives the get. Okay, let's go into the Gomorrah. It says, This word, Elo, does that mean chutz except, or does it mean on condition? And now we'll explain what the difference, but just in the English language, you can see the one is, you're allowed to marry everyone except Ruvain, or here's your get, on condition you don't marry Ruvain. So chutzu uva chutzu de pligi Eliezer. Maybe it only means chutz, and the chutz is and in regards to accept is where Rabbanon argued Rabbi Eliezer to hoshayel of a get. He's leaving over in the get. What do you mean he's leaving over in the get? It's not a get Christmas because it's a get of partial. You can marry everyone except Ruvain. The get's not a complete get. Get Christmas. So that's why it doesn't, and that's why the Rabbanon argue on Rabbi Lezer. Maybe with Almanas they agree to Rabbi Eliezer. The same as any other condition. Why? Because when he says, here's your get on condition you don't marry Ruvain, when he gives her the get, it's 100% possible and it's 100% valid regarding everyone. Just technically, if she happens to marry Ruvain, well, then the get's undone. But when he gives it to her, it's a full get Christmas. So, so that's the one we're looking at. Maybe when the Mishnah says, he means, you could say it means, and there, Rabbi Lezer says, oh, it's, it's still a good get. And then we'll see in the Gomorrah where Rabbi Lezer gets that it's a good get. And the Rabbon and Chachomim say, no, it is not a good get because you are leaving over in the get. Or there is, um, and but, this is a suggestion, we'll discuss it a bit further when we get to the end of the subject. If he says, what would be if, they, if the husband said, Almanas, maybe even the Rabbon would agree it's a good get. Or perhaps Almanasu. Over Almanasu, the Polyg. Rabbi Eliezer at Rabbonah. Maybe where the Mishnah says Elod means on condition you don't marry Ploini. So he says Aval the Chutz Moide 
But maybe by chutz, Rabbi Eliezer agrees with the Rabbana. The whole Shire Lobba gets because she's leaving over in the get. Again, Shire, he's retaining some control even when, when he's giving the get, which would make it invalid. So that's very interesting. It seems there's two ways of looking at Almanas. Even, even Almanas, there's two ways of looking at it. On this, the one way of looking at it is it's a hundred, this get will a hundred, is a hundred percent get Christmas as long as the condition's not voided. So whether he says, here's your get on condition you pay 200, or here's your get on condition you do X for me, or thing, or here's your get on condition you don't marry Ruvain, all of those, it's 100% get, just make sure that the condition isn't met. That's the one way of the get. It will, is uh, not voided. Yeah. Um, the other way of looking at Almanaz is, well, at the end of the day, can she marry Ruvain or not? And she can't, because if he gets, here's your get on condition, you don't marry Ruvain, then if she marries Ruvain, she's never divorced, and it's adultery. So for all, so even though from the aspect of a condition, it's like every other condition, and it's a good get, Christmas, at the end of the day, she can't marry. So which way do you look at Almanas? But either way, our question is again, how do we understand this word, Elo, in this word, Elo? The reason is because our Mishnah, in the general language of the Mishnah, we don't ever find... Uh, we hardly ever find the word Ella used in this context that we're not sure it doesn't mean Almanas or Chutz. I think actually it's more often used for on condition, but still, you know, we've had many, many Mishnayos which have used the word Almanas. So all of a sudden, I think if I understood this is how the Ravid uh, in his critique on the reef, on the, on the reef, um, explain on you know, his uh, what's it Hasavas Haravid the challenges of the Ravid where he um, argues with the Rif. He explains. He says generally it would mean Almanas, but we've just had a whole list of Mishnayos which teach a get Almanas this or Almanas that, and all of a sudden we use Ella. Maybe it means Chutz. Um, and then if it means, but now we've got to find a source that Ella can actually mean Chutz, except no Chutz means except. You can marry everyone except Ruvain, or does it mean you can marry everyone on condition you don't marry Ruvain? That's the most likely to how to understand the reason. Yeah, but yeah, it means except. It doesn't matter. There's no such thing. It says, Oh, my Ravina. So Ravina says, Toshma, come, I'll answer your question. It says, Now, interesting, we're going to bring the answer to the question where we see that from totally different context, from the Goim, if there's Saras on a house. That's what we're going to bring the answer for, because in that Mishnah we see that Ella is used as Chutz. So therefore we can use it in our Mishnah as Chutz. So it says, Toshma, Kol Hapotim, Metamim Benagoyim. Yeah. And again, this fits very well if you learn like the Ravid, again, that we would assume that it means Almanas. But why is it changing? We see the Mishnah in Gittin is not afraid to use Almanas, so why is it changing and using Ella? must be to mean chutz. But we just have to verify that that is a valid way of reading the word Ella. So, Omer Esotoshim, All houses can become Tomei from Tzoraas, but those of non-Jews now. If you say Ella there means chutz, except it makes a lot of sense. Just say it outside in your, or say it in your mind. All houses can become Tomei through Tzoraas, or can get Tzoraas, except the non-Jews. Ah, oh, that, that reads perfectly. However, Elo'i Omad Almanasu, if you read it as Almanas, 
we're going to run into trouble. He says, mm-hmm. um, On condition that non-Jews' houses do not become Tomei from Saras, Jews' houses can become Tomei. And if you take that inference, the steps says, However, if non-Jews' houses do become Tomei, then a Jew's house could not become Tomei. Again, that whole thing doesn't make sense. And say, well, Jews' houses are susceptible to two on condition and non-Jews' house does not become Tomei? You're telling me, and this might be the next line, you're telling me that the second you find Taras on a non-Jews' house, it means that Jews' houses can't become Tomei? It doesn't make sense. It says, Non-Jews' houses actually would not, do not become Tomei. It says, We learned in a Brisa. I will place the neg of Torahs on the houses in, your, in the land of your possession. Land that belongs to you can become Tomei. But a house belonging to a non-Jew cannot become Tomei with Torahs. So you cannot read that Mishnah as on condition again, because firstly the condition sounds a bit uh, darcy in its own right. That you telling me Jews' houses can only get Tzoraas as long as they're on condition they know non-Jews' houses with Tzoraas? I mean, does that make sense to you that the halacha should be like that? And then secondly, non-Jews' houses actually can't become Tomei. So it can't mean, so what must it mean? You see very clearly that it can mean Chutz. Okay, so we, so just to go back into, so read it into our Mishnah, if someone marries a woman and he says to her, you are married to me, Sorry, you are permitted to all men except Ruvain. Rabbi Leza says it's still a good get. And the Chachomim say, no, it's possible to Hashem again. Now, what would be the halacha if he says, on condition you don't marry Ruvain? So this, the riff reads, again, at the start of the sugya, I'm not going to read it inside again. At the start of the sugya, we said that, if does Almanas doesn't mean Almanas and therefore Bachutz they agree, or does it mean Chutz and Almanas the rabbis will agree with Rabbi Lezek? That's what the Gemara asked at the beginning. So the so the so the Rif comes along and says, oh well now that we've said the Mishnah means Chutz, that's where they argue. But if the husband said Almanas, I here's your get on condition you don't marry Ruvain, it would be a valid get. As we explained, because the condition, when he gives her the get, it's a 100% valid get, just as long as the condition is fulfilled. Same as when he gives her the get, the woman says, here's your get on condition, you pay me 200 zoos. Okay, it's a 100% valid get, as long as she gives him the 200. So, so yeah, it's a 100% valid get, as long as she doesn't marry Ruben, so that's fine, that's how the Ruben's. The run there argues, and he says, no. He says, you're right, the Gemara wanted to try to learn them as... Well, if you say they're arguing by chutz, then they agree by almanaz. So if you say they're arguing by almanaz, then they'll agree by chutz. The Gemara wanted to learn that. But in its conclusion, it doesn't specify that. It should have said, and I guess you need the run to say this, is that the Gemara should have said, I guess, being consistent with its style. I mean, I didn't pick up on that, but I guess the run uh, knew the Gemara's, many Gemara's well enough and clear enough to be able to say, no, it should have said, by chutz we say they argue, but by Almanas, we don't. So by the fact that it just says by chutz they argue, it could still mean that by almanas they also argue. Okay, that's a more detailed uh, insight into the conclusion of the Gemara. Um, let's go on to the next point.
Now, my niece in Loki Haitana, our Mishnah is not in line with the following title. So, again, we've learned our Mishnah. We're going to have a price with the exact same case, but we've learned our Mishnah as the Machloikas, Chachamim, and Rebbe Eliezer on where the husband says, Chut. <laughs> there, Rebbe Eliezer says, Good. We're going to have a price which says, No, the Machloikas is where they said, Almanas. Why? The Tanya Mishnah is not in line with the Tanya who taught the following Brisa. When someone's divorcing their, their wife and he says to her, you are permitted to all men except so-and-so, she they're not divorced. Right, so we say that everyone agrees about good. Where do Rebbe Yileza and the Chachomim argue? Where someone divorcing his wife and he says to her, on condition that you don't marry she's permitted to marry any person except that man. She's not allowed to marry anyone. She's forbidden to everyone. Again, because the get does not take effect. So again, just what's the difference between the um, between the Mishnah and the Brisa? The Mishnah is where. What's the case? remember? We had two possible languages in explaining the Mishnah. Chutz or Almanas. We said that Rebbelez, the Mishnah is Chutz. Rebbelez and the Chachamim argue where he says you can marry anyone except Reuven. The Brisa says no. The argument is you can marry everyone on condition you don't marry Reuven. Now the Gemara says, "Is my time with Rebbelez? What's the source for Rebbelez? Doesn't a get have to be complete?" complete severance. So Miri Dahava called Tnaida Amma. He says, no, it's the same as every single condition. As we explained, um, the get is a get Christus as long as the condition is met, or as long as the condition is avoided. So it is a get Christus. And that's of Rabbanon called Tnaida Amma, Loi Shaila Begita, Hacha Shaila Begita. He says, no, all other conditions never. Re- I guess, hold back from the get. This condition does hold back from the get. All other conditions, you're right, there is a condition on the get, but there's no restriction on who she can marry based on the condition. Here, again, the result is that there is, as I pointed out in the previous, it's an interesting way of looking at Almanas. Do we say, well, on condition you don't marry Ruvain, means, yeah, you can marry everyone, that's a hundred cent good get. And just technically, she can't marry Reuben because if she does, then it won't be a good get. But when it was given to her, it was 100%. What do you say? No. At the end of the day, ultimately, can she use this get to marry Reuben? No. So that's the two ways of looking at Almanas. And we're basically saying in this explanation, um, that's what the Chachomim and Rebbe Lezer are arguing in. But my niece in the Ukma Bukhutz, Sorry, at least that, sorry, that's the Bryce's explanation. According to the Bryce, which says it's Bechutz, what's the reason for Rebbe Lezer? Again, now Rebbe Lezer is saying, even if she says 100%, you can marry anyone except Ruvain. So he's clearly limiting the strength of the get. What's, where does he get that that's a valid get? So Omar Rebiana, Mishum Zakanechot, Rebiana said the name of a certain elder, Omar Kro, the Posuk says, she will leave his home. This is, I mean, after they get divorced, she will leave his home and she will go and she can marry another man. 
It says, Even if she's only permitted to one other man, it's just divorced. I guess I think he's focusing on the Isha very singular. She can go and marry another man. Oh, that's it. As long as she can go and marry another man, it's a good get. So it's of Rabbanon. So how did the Rabbanon read that pasuk? So it's not high ish. Look, call ish ish. That's saying any man. I'm saying she can go and marry another man. Not in that as long as she can marry another man, but now she can go and marry. But in Achinami, she has to be able to marry every man, any man. It says for Rabbi Yochanan Omar. Time of the Rebeleza Mahach, Rebbe Yochan gives a different source for Rebeleza. Now, this will introduce us to a very interesting concept. says, This is regarding a Kohen. He says, A woman divorced from her husband, he cannot marry. What do you mean, divorced from her? Why is it emphasized from her husband? says, Even if she's only divorced from her husband, she's, she's possible to marry a Kohen. I'll come back and explain the line more carefully, but he says, Alma, we see how they get it is a get. How's Rabbi Lezer, how's Rabbi Yochanan explaining Rabbi Lezer learns this pasuk? Torah comes along and says, a woman who's been divorced from her husband can't marry a Kohen. Divorce from her husband implies that she can't yet remarry any man. It's just wish, as long as she's divorced from her husband. So even if her husband came along and said, Here's your, we are divorced on condition you don't get remarried, or except you can't marry any man. So that, Rebbe, um, that's clearly effective, because now she can't marry any Kohanim. And we're extending it and saying basically, okay, she can't marry uh, anyone else. One second. So if the Baal gives the get on condition that she can marry any other man, it is ineffective, except to. Legabe Kohanim, but this is, um, yeah, I'll come back to the next point. Um, so, but we see it is a get. That's, what, that's how Rabbi Yochanan learns the source. We see that it is a get, and then you'd say, obviously, so too, she's limited. So, so they don't hold to that idea that a get has to be Christmas from complete severing of power. As long as the get, well, I mean, we want to say, okay, regarding a Kohen, it doesn't even have to permit her to anyone. But as long as the get permits her to someone, that's a good get. And um, interesting enough, yeah. Yes. Is it, no, that's Rabbi Eliezer, yes. Rabbonon. Oh, so how will the Rabbonon learn this possible? This possible clearly seems to be telling us that as long as the get permits her to one person, I mean, even if it doesn't permit her to anyone, even then it says, no. Isu Kohen shiny, Kohanim are different. Besides for being considered divorced to a Kohen, this is not an effective get. A get that restricts who she can marry is not effective at all. Tosos play, I don't want to go into it now, but Tosos play like, but Kohen there is no, we're kind of learning from a Kohen where she's not divorced to marry anyone. The husband's just given her a get that says, here's your get, and he says, on condition, or except you can't marry anyone. Whereas we're changing that to a get which either she's permitted to everyone except one person or no one except one person. So Tosos focus on the, the, the jump. Um, but interesting enough, this is what's called a reach get. Um, I don't remember, we've we definitely seen my words, your bamas. Um, but this concept of if a woman has a reach get, she can't even marry a coin. What's a reach get? This is a rap get. It's a get that divorced her from her husband, but did not allow her to marry anyone else. 
quite an amazing uh, concept. Again, it's She's not at all a get. She's trapped. It's not a get at all. But she still can't marry a Kohen from that get. And they just, the poskim, they, they all highlight. Here it seems that this is Osur Midda Oraisa to marry a Kohen. A woman who receives such a get is also to marry a Kohen. Again, it's ineffective according to the Rabbana. Clearly, it's a, it's a get you can marry, even if the get says you can marry anyone except Ruvain. It's a completely invalid get. Never mind if it's a get you can marry anyone except, you can only marry Ruvain or you can't marry anyone. That's still called a real get and it's also for Kohen, for her to subsequently, if she, her husband subsequently dies, she can't go and marry a Kohen because she had a real get and it seems to be Doraisa and that's how many learn. But the Rambam, interestingly enough, very clearly says that it's only Osur Midrapana. And he would have to learn it all as, uh, as an Asmachta. Okay, let's go on in the Gemara. It says, Boy, Rabbi Abba, the Kiddushin, hey, what's that locha regarding Kiddushin? Again, if, remember, Kiddushin is almost the reverse of a get. What's he, what's he saying? You're attached, you're, I'm doing Kiddushin to you, and you become forbidden to all men. That's Kiddushin. Interesting process at the beginning of the Masechet's Kiddushin, how uh, that's what the language of Kiddushin, what, what the language of Kiddushin and the Kenyan there is. Um, but that's what Kiddushin, you're permitted, um, um, I'm taking you as my wife, and you're forbidden to all other men. So what happens if she says, this is Kiddushin on you except for Rufain. I am married to you and you're also to all men except Rufain. That's what his question is. It says, Boy Rebbe Abba Bikidushinai, what's that offer? It says, To boil the Rebbe Lezer, what's the Rabbonin? You can ask the question both according to Rebbe Lezer and the Rabbonin. To boil the Rebbe Lezer, Ad Kaloikama Rebbe Lezer, Hacha, maybe the only reason Rebbe Lezer permitted it by a get, Elamishum Tixivay Kroy, because he has the Psukin that telling us that it's a valid get. But maybe by Kiddushin, he needs a fully effective Kenyan, that she's permitted to him, but also to all men. And we don't have any psukim by Kiddushin to tell us that it's still valid if it's leaving some men out. Or maybe we have this Hekesh. This Hekesh comes up often. It says she will leave her husband and she can go and be to another man. It connects Yotza's divorce and Hoysa's Kiddushin. So it connects them together. So just as she can't marry, just as by a get, Rebbe Lezer learns it's a valid get if it's for all men except one. So too, it's a valid kiddushin if it's for all men except one. <laughs> and so that's how you could also question contra Rebbe Lezer. And Tiboyle Rabbonin, you can also ask a question contra Rabbonin. Ad kanon chom Rabbonin, hacha elo dweinon, krisus falaika. Maybe there you need krisus. You need it to be a get krisus, complete severance. The husband has no control over his wife. Like, and you don't have that. Aval hosom, kinyan, koldahu. But maybe by kiddushin, you just need some form of kinyan. You just need to acquire her in some way. So as long as she's making, he's making her also to one man, it's a good kinyan. So maybe again, we have the connection between divorce and marriage, and it would be invalid. So the boss of the Ipoile had a pashta after he asked the question, he went and he answered, Whether you learn like Rabbi Eliezer or whether you learn like Rabbonin, it would be the exact same as get because we connect, we connect Kiddushin to Gitin. So whatever you hold the requirement is by Gitin. So for example, Rabbi Lezer holds, you is a valid Gitin if it's to all men except Ruvain. So too it's a valid Kiddushin if it's his Kiddushin for you from all men except Ruvain. Whereas Rabbonin would hold the opposite. They hold no, it's Asur. Therefore they would also hold by Kiddushin as Asur. Um, 
Yeah, so in Jesus, according to Rebbe Lezer. Now we're going to ask some interesting questions according to Rebbe Lezer. Again, Rebbe Lezer says, if a man says to, his, to a woman, you are married to me except for Ruvain, I, you, you're married to me and therefore also to all men except for Ruvain, that's a good Kiddushin. So that might if she... Uh... Well, so I don't know if it means practically she can go and live with someone else, but um, theoretically, yeah, there's no Kiddushin in the way of him being with her. I'm not sure technically how it would play out. Um, but uh, but it's, it seems, we'll see the next case, it seems there is an aspect of they completely permitted to each other, her and Ruvain. Um, I mean, we've all, we always hear that. Uh, firstly, this is Rebbe Lezer. I don't think we're passing about Rebbe Lezer. So I'm actually quite surprised that it's having this discussion. Uh, but also, we always hear that. I mean, there's no polygamy. There's no way for a woman to have two husbands. But why not? Let Ruvain say, as we'll see, I, I mean, it's with two brothers, but let Ruvain say... You're married to every. You're married to me in regards to everyone except Bob, and let Bob say you're married to me regarding everyone except Ruvain, and then she's permitted to Bob and Ruvain. I'm not even saying why do we never hear that. Don't hold like this. So no, we don't hold like Rabbi Lezer, but that's. Uh, I was just. Um, but we, we definitely don't pass it like Rabbi Lezer. But I was surprised that it can even entertain that idea. Like. How would such a marriage work? Not, uh, n- not in an issue that, well, same as a polygamous marriage can work, so to the other. The reverse can work, just we always speak how it's clearly adultery as soon as she has a husband, etc. So, Omar Abayah, if you're going to say that Rabbi Abba is correct. Okay, so Abayah is already not convinced. And I guess we didn't say, and I didn't see any, why, did Re- why was Rabbi Abba convinced that you connect Kiddushin to Gittin and say whatever works by Gittin works by Kiddushin. Why did Rabbi Abba say that? But either way, Abba says, let's, let's assume it's true. It says, If you have two brothers, Ruvain comes and says, marry her, except for just past halfway down. Um, Ruvain says, come and... Ruvain, sorry, so you have two brothers. Ruvain marries her except for Shimon. And Shimon marries her except for Ruvain. So now you have this kind of marriage to two brothers. Ooh, well, we'll see. And they both die, she can do. And I don't consider the case of, this a case of a woman from falling in Yibum from two deceased brothers. What's the halacha? So this is going back to Yavamos. Now, so we saw Yavamos, good chazor, we saw Yavamos, uh, a tricky, uh, we saw Yavamos in Friday stuff, and now we're seeing Yavamos again today. But it says, a woman, we know that a woman is connected with the zikah. I hope when, she, when her husband dies with, with our children, she has a zikah, she has a connection to the brothers. So here you have three brothers, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Um, there's a pasuk which says, um, what was the pasuk? It says, They say, only if she's a zika from one brother, not if she's a zika from two brothers. And then Yavamos, it establishes a case very interesting. Yeah, one brother, say Ruvain died without children, so now she falls in Yibum to Shimon and Levi. Shimon does mamar. Remember, mamar is that kind of kiddushin, but by Gitin, uh, by Yavamos. So now, and then, Shimon dies. So now she's falling to Levi in Yibum from the original brother, because Yibum was never done. The only, Dorai said the only way to do Yibum is Yibum. And so Yibum was never done. And she falls from her Zika to Shimon, because she had this Mamar, 
to life. So there she doesn't fall in Yibam. They have to do Chalitza because she's fallen from two brothers. What our Gemara is trying to say, oh wait, or Abai is trying to say, if we play around with Rebbe Abba and his understanding of Rebbe Lezer, we might actually get another case of two, a woman falling from two brothers. And what would that case be? If, again, the one brother said, you married to me except for my brother Shimon, and then Shimon comes along and says, you married to me except in regards to Ruvay. So what would you thought? Oh, now she's married to both brothers. Maybe she shouldn't fall to Levi and Yibum. What did Abai say? No, she would still fall to Levi and Yibum. Why? Does Kiddusha... Um, says, my time. Well, what's the reason? Again, as we've said, is that is she not falling in Yibum from two brothers? Don't we have another example of a case where a woman's falling in Yibum from two brothers? So he says, no, Kiddushay the Ruven Ahani, Kiddushay the Shimon Lohani. The Kiddushin of Ruvain takes effect. The Kiddushin of Shimon do not take effect. Why does the Kiddushin of Shimon not take effect? So very interesting. Because what is Kiddushin? Kiddushin is, and at least according to Revelation, you're making her author to other men. So when Reuben comes along and says, you're forbidden to all men in the world except my brother Shimon, he's made her also to other men. When Shimon comes along and says, you're forbidden to all men in the world, here's your kiddushin, you're forbidden to all men in the world except Reuben, she's already forbidden to all men in the world except Reuben, because Reuben's her husband. So the second kiddushin is not doing anything. It's, uh, I guess, if we re- use the word Kiddushin in another context, you have a cow that has been, a calf that's been set aside, a lamb that's been set aside as a korban. Concept. That lamb's a korban. That lamb's a korban. The second statement's not doing anything. So, so to hear the second Kiddushin is not doing anything because she's already permitted to Ruvain and also to every man except Shimon, and that's what Shimon's coming along and doing. So then it says, But we could actually construct another case of in this line of thinking, we can construct another case of two Masim falling to one brother. This is Ruvain comes along and does Kiddushin on her except for Shimon. And Shimon does a regular Kiddushin. The Kiddushin comes and forbids her to everyone in the world, again except Shimon. And Shimon's Kiddushin forbids her to Ruvain. So therefore, his Kiddushin does take effect, and therefore now she would be, according to Rebeleza, you actually have a Doraisa case of a woman falling to Yibum from two brothers. Because when her husband Ruvain, again, Ruvain came along and said, you forbid, you're married to me except in regards to my brother Shimon, and then Shimon comes along and says, you married to me in regards to everyone. So both Ruvain's Kiddushin was effective according to Rebeleza, and Shimon's Kiddushin was effective because now she's forbidden to all men in the world. Um, and therefore, she's now married. She has, she has Kiddushin to both Ruvain and Shimon. And then if they both die, she's now falling to Levi, the third brother, from, as a, with a Zika bond from both of them. So therefore it won't work. Okay, now we're just going to ask a few, we'll get over the page, just a few short questions along this lines of um, going back to divorce. Okay, so we've discussed uh, Kiddushin, now we're going back to discussing divorce. Boy, Abai Abai asked, Omer Lo, if he says to her, So he says to his wife when he's giving her the get, handing over the get, he says, You are permitted to every person in the world except Ruben and Shimon. Uh, here's your get, and you can marry whoever you want, just not Ruvain and Shimon. He says, Oh, because of Amalah, and then he says to her, Le Ruvain Shimon. 
actually you permitted to Ruvain and Shimon. This is Mahu. What's he saying? Me Omrin and my daughter Shore. Do we say who he already forbade her? He's now coming and permitting her. Uh, he forbade her to marry Reuven and Shimon, and now he's coming to permit her to marry Reuven and Shimon. Or Dilma might also Shara might have also. Or maybe he's switching around. The whole world who he said was permitted to her, he's now saying Asur. And Reuven and Shimon, he's saying, so, okay, this man gave this woman a normal get, but he said when he's given this get, here's your get, you permitted to marry everyone except Reuven and Shimon. So when he comes and he fixes that by saying, you permi- actually, you're permitted to marry Reuven and Shimon, is he saying, Everyone, including Reuven and Shimon? Or, oh, actually, Reuven and Shimon, but no one else. So then, if you're going to come along and say, no, what she, what was forbidden, he permits. Right, so he's saying everyone. says, what happens if she says, if he says, here's your get, except you can't marry Reuven and Shimon, and then he says, actually, you can marry Reuven. Is he saying Ruven and Shimon? I, my second clause is cancelled. That's just how he started off his instruction, his condition. Or perhaps only Ruven, but she still can't marry Shimon. And if you want to say that, okay, maybe she meant only Ruven and not Shimon, what happens instead of saying, here's your get and you can't marry anyone except Ruven and Shimon? Actually, Ruven, she says no. You can't marry anyone except. Um, Shimon, sorry, you can't marry anyone except Reuven and Shimon. Actually, you can marry Shimon. He says, Mahu, the Shimon, who had in Reuven, is she saying Shimon and Reuven? Because that's who he left off with. Maybe she's saying specifically, actually, you can marry everyone in the world, and even Shimon, but not Reuven. So which one is she saying? Um, sorry, which one is he saying? Again, do we say when he starts off, he said Reuven and Shimon, so he just wants to take out that clause. He says, actually, I'm taking Reuven out. I'm taking both of them. And so, too, I was trying to think, what's the advantage of when you look at it from the opening person, the person he opened with, Reuven and Shimon, or the person he ended with, he changes Shimon, and we say, oh, that's going on back on both of them, but I'm not too sure on that. Then, boy, Ravashi, one final question. Ravashi says, after Shimon, what happens is he says, even Shimon. So he said to her, here's your get, and you can marry anyone except Reuven and Shimon. Actually, you can even marry Shimon. He says, Mahu, is that going back on Reuven? Or maybe he's going back on the whole world. Right? Is he saying, here's your get on condition, you don't marry Reuven or Shimon? Actually, you can even marry Shimon. Is he saying you can marry the whole world and Shimon, but not Reuven? Or is he saying, actually, even Shimon, I, Ruvain, and even Shimon, and you can marry anyone in the whole world, take who, and we leave that unresolved. So just if you hear any of your friends getting divorced, warn them not to uh, give the get right with those uh, vague terms. No, because I was thinking about the 